Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and today we have the rare occasion of having a world traveler who is also a wealth advisor. And uh, David Roselle, thank you very much for joining us on the program today. Sam, it's such a pleasure to be on your show, and thank you for having me. You know, I I do that as a little bit of an introduction uh, because uh, when I read your book, Failure is not an option, and also listen to a bit of it on uh, on the uh, the audio podcast as well. I got the impression that you really do enjoy traveling and you enjoy adventure, and uh, you have combined travel and adventure into some very worthwhile lessons in the book. Yes, it's it's certainly a combination that book of of two of my largest passions, which is that of adventure travel international venture travel, and then helping people uh, with their finances. So give us a little background. How did you come to be who you are now? The adventure, the travel, the financial uh, advisor, how did that all come together? Well, how I meshed those two passions is I started my first business at the age of 15, and it was a driveway seal coating company, applying a, a liquid tar onto residential driveways. And I did that through high school uh, with the help of my mom driving me around with her Buick Electra and then uh, purchased an old rusted pickup truck and then did that through four years of college. And if you would have told me that I would be doing that for 10 years after college, growing that business, I would have said you're crazy. Um, But some of the beautiful things that evolved from that business uh, was it taught me a whole lot about business. Uh, We we did eight driveways our first summer and 1,200 driveways the summer that I sold the company. Wow. Um, but Mother Nature forced us to shut down operations in the wintertime due to temperatures. So when I was out of school uh, and we were forced to shut down, I thought, what a great opportunity to get a one-way plane ticket and go to a far-off country. Ten years later, I had spent a month in 65 different countries around the world. And we're going to get into some of those countries because with some of the countries, There are some very interesting stories, and some of them are life-changing stories for you. And as uh, our audience knows, when someone has a life-changing experience and they can relate that to what they do and how they do it, that is so dynamic. A lot of our listeners are either retired, affluent retired, or soon to be retired. And I caught a phrase that when you are in that uh, category, you are trading paychecks for playchecks, and you help people do that. Yes, we do. Yeah, the focus of our practice is working with people who are at or near retirement. They've already accumulated wealth, but what we found is so many of these people, they know exactly how much money they have, what their net worth is, but not always a clear idea of what their money can or can't do for them for the rest of their lives. Probably the best way that I can explain this is out of chapter one of the book, which is sharing a true life adventure story. And I talked about a a 21-day self-guided trek in Nepal and how that was the most arduous thing that I've ever experienced, both mentally or physically. Uh, But years later, I had an opportunity to meet a gentleman named Ed Viesters. Have you you heard of Ed Viesters before? Yes. Yeah, and Ed, for those of you who haven't heard of him, he's probably the best mountaineer that's ever walked the planet Earth. 
Uh, he has summited Mount Everest seven times and done so each time without supplemental oxygen. And a number of years ago, I had an opportunity to meet him. And I remember him sharing that most people think his goal is to get to the top when he leaves base camp. And he said, David, that is not a single goal that any of us experienced mountaineers would have. And I said, well, what do you mean, Ed? And he said, you see, when you get to the summit, you still have the second half of the journey left. And 80% of the accidents and 80% of the deaths happen on the descent. And when he said to me, it's the second half of the journey that takes the most amount of risk and needs the most amount of planning, that was my aha moment to write failure is not an option. Because what I realized is that it's the second half of our financial journey. When we reach that financial summit, we enter those years of financial independence. Um, we're no longer adding to our 401ks and IRAs. And now we're going to be living off of them for the next two, three, and sometimes four decades that it's the second half of the financial journey that also takes on the most amount of risks and needs the most amount of planning. That advice, when I read your book and was listening to some of the audio, was something that made me stop and go, ah, you know, you're absolutely correct because just getting to retirement is sometimes a haphazard journey at best. What do you do after that? And that's also where you step in and give advice and direction. The book itself, before I, I would be negligent if I didn't uh, ask you how people could purchase a copy, how can they purchase the audio, your website, or uh, also online through uh, the popular outlets? Yeah, they can get it at our website, which is um, davidrosell.com. It's R-O-S-E-L-L.com. But also you can get it at the outlets such as Amazon and on Audible, Barnes & Noble. You also do a podcast. And um, I know I do podcasts because I, I have a love for podcasts. And I think everyone that I've talked to uh, who does a podcast starts out with that love of doing something that can be shared and especially the information that can be shared. Is that... Uh, why you went in the direction of podcasting? Yeah, it sure is. I think everything that I do, I want it to be in my unique ability, which means the things that I would be doing, even if I wasn't getting paid for it, it just, it's inherently in you. And so speaking and writing and being one-on-one -on -one to help people reach their financial dreams, that's just inherently stuff that I'm passionate about. Uh, so putting this to this podcast that I started several years ago together and like yourself interviewing lots of interesting people is just something I get a, a whole lot of joy out of. When you are taking on a client, when you are screening a client, and, and I, I'm presuming that you do screen them to make sure there's a fit, what are some of the things that you look for? The first thing that we look for in a right fit is just energetically, how does it feel to be in each other's presence? Uh, you know, unlike a real estate agent, which is more transactional based, where once that whole house is purchased or sold, you might never see that person again uh, until the next time they're selling that house. If you did a good job for them, we're in continual contact with each other for the rest of our lives. So it goes without saying that they have to be somewhat of integrity and just a good person. Um, but we're looking for how it just feels to be in each other's presence. And so when they're uh, interviewing us, which is very important for them to do, you know, we're interviewing them just as much. 
And if we're not a good fit, we will help them find the right advisor who is the good fit. Which brings us to right now in in the whole life process, rising costs, uh, we're hearing doomsayers uh, left and right. What does the state of economy do for your clients when we are in a a situation as we are right now? It's a, a very good question. I'd like to start off by answering that with just giving a little bit of my philosophy when it comes to the economy in general and what we're experiencing now. Um, you know, it goes without saying that there's a lot of people that are experiencing challenges, and I and I do feel for them. But if you've ever cooked with a pressure cooker, there's this little vent on top, and when there's too much pressure built up, you'll see the steam being released, so that little pressure cooker doesn't blow the roof off your house. And there's been so much pressure in the real estate market and so much pressure in the stock market that isn't always so healthy. And right now, the steam is being released. This is not only a normal activity. We average a recession every 8.8 years historically. Recessions are part. We're dependent on recessions to have the good years. But what we're experiencing is nothing out of the norm. Uh, Right now, the general stock market is down only 14%. I know that sounds like a lot, but if we go back 27 months ago in March of 2020, when COVID became a reality, you might remember that the S&P dropped 34% in about a week's time. We're now up 80% since then. Uh, The recession before that, the great one, uh, the markets were down 56%, and now they're up almost 500% since then. And then, of course, if we go back to the previous recession in 0102, which was the dot-com crash mixed in with 9-11, the S&P dropped 49%. And so there's never been a down market that hasn't rebound to hit an all-time high. But here's where the challenge fits in. When you're in the accumulation phase, this down market is actually a positive thing. Because if you're funding your 401k at every paycheck and the markets are down 14%, You're getting 14% more shares with every dollar that you're contributing to your future account. But when you're in the distribution phase and you're now on the second half of the financial journey, you're needing to sell 14% more shares that month to get your same income stream that month. And that can have a detrimental impact. And that's where really good planning comes into place. One of the things from your book, that also caught my attention is what is wealth? And uh, you have an interesting story of being in a village. The people in the village were always smiling. But if you looked at their homes and their lifestyle, you would have expected just the opposite. So philosophize a a bit on what is wealth. Yeah, one of my earlier trips in the uh, mid-1990s Uh, Life found me on an island called Taviuni, which is part of Fiji. The people I lived with for almost a month, part of a a Fijian tribe, they had dirt floors, no windows in their structures. They had no iPhones. They certainly didn't have any iPads and certainly not an IRA. A matter of fact, they had almost no money whatsoever. And yet I realized that they were the happiest people I'd ever met with the brightest eyes and the biggest smiles. And you just felt their inner joy. Uh, I learned that there is no word in the Fijian language for stress. And that amazed me. 
So it got me thinking about the difference between being rich, which I look at, uh, those are people that have big pocketbooks and bank accounts and wallets. And we all have come across people that have all this rich richness and very little joy in their life. Um, and then we've all met people who have very little riches, but they're happy people. And so I would consider the people of Fiji to be very wealthy, and that's coming more from a place of your heart and not having any riches versus the other way around. Great explanation. David, will you come back for another show? Time is flying by. I, I try to keep a close handle on the, the length of the program, and we have so much more I want to talk about. Can you come back for another program? Sam, how could anyone say no to you? <laughs> well, uh, I do uh, sometimes get people that say no, but I'm so glad that uh, you are not saying no. So I look forward to having you back uh, on a program in the very near future. David Rizal, one more time, if someone wants more information about your book or they would like to contact you to find out how to make that journey worthwhile into the, the second part of the uh, their life excursion, how may they do so? Well, whether I'm an appropriate advisor or not for you, I'm happy to help guide you in any way that I can. The two best ways to reach me would be uh, david at rosellwealthmanagement.com. That's R-O-S-E-L-L. And my direct line is 541-385-8831 right here at the offices of Roselle Wealth Management. David, much appreciated. And I'm looking forward to David's return until our next episode of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and that's how our program ends. 